Hi, everyone. I am Toy, the bitch y'all love to talk about. And I am the whole y'all love to hate. I am B. And welcome to Sip Tea with Toy and B. Every Friday on Facebook and YouTube. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And make sure y'all watch us. Because y'all love to watch us anyway. Bitch, keep up with Toy and motherfucking B. Period. Instagram. It's just Tea with Toy and fucking B too. Yeah. Fucking YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy us. And subscribe. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome everyone to a new show, part two, with Sip Tea. Well, I'll Sip Tea with Toy B. I'm always messing up. <laughs> I am Toy. B is on her way, so y'all just bear with us. But we're here today with Fortune Financial Group. Do I say it right? Um, it's Fortress, but we got you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're here with part two because um, the last time we left off, we were speaking on life insurance, how important it was um, for us to have it as black folks. And they was telling us the ins and out that we really don't know about. So y'all don't lie. Say y'all know everything about it because y'all don't. We was thinking that we only need it when we're getting ready to pass away. But it's more than that, guys. So they're here to fill us in on now. Last week, I mean, the last show we spoke on um, terms. Yes. So this time we're here to talk about the whole. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I, I personally wanted to speak personally on the IUL again, I'm Shanina and my husband Reginald. And um, because I think the IUL is a type of product that um, us as the Black community definitely, definitely need to trend. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? To start creating the transition, uh, start creating the. <laughs> It's okay, girl. Take your time. Generational wealth. Excuse me. I couldn't get that word out. It did not want to come to me. But yes. Um, so my husband is the technical of everything. Like he can give you the, the ends out how it works. I give it to you the nitty-gritty. I like the IUL because it's a product where I can use my money twice. I can take it out. It's still going to grow. It's still going to do what it needs to do. I got an emergency. I got a place I can go borrow where I ain't got to worry about no interest, all of that type of thing. It is a long game, though. It's not a put my money in, two weeks later, I can go get it. Mm -hmm. No. This is for someone who's very conscious of, okay, I need to wait until I really, really got an emergency. Like We have six kids, so we got a 17-year-old. So for us, we got one going to be going to college in a couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. So we have her one. So now we know that third year, by the time she get ready to go, we have something to borrow from in case she doesn't, you know, we need to cover expenses for her going right. to college. Just for, just type, you know, those types of scenarios. I love it. Come, Yes, I'm trying to get my. <laughs> I was like, why you ain't saying that? Was your uh -huh. No, no, no. My audio, my audio went out. Um, 
I'm sorry. I was, I was trying to fix it in the background. My it's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, but no, the IUL is a great product. So, um, I was I was contemplating a couple of things uh, earlier today, actually, about the IUL because we watched this uh, documentary on uh, what was it Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Watched the documentary on Netflix about money, and one of the um, strategies that the one of the gentlemen on the show had was to invest in the s&p 500 mm-hmm. um but again he said it was a long game right so you invest in this index of stocks and it gives you a return on your money over an extended period of time mm-hmm. so versus you know uh having instant gratification um one of the things that he said was uh when you make this investment, um, the stocks are going to go down, but overall, so like over a period of time, you're going to see a return. So if you want to play the short game, you try to take your money out when the stock, when the index goes in the negative, then you're not going to see any substantial returns. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking about, um, it and just kind of clicked when I when we were watching it, the the IUL lets you participate in that index without losing any money, one, right? The interest you earn is tax-free. If you were to just go out and buy a regular S&P 500 index, it once you get your gains, those are taxable. Um, if you use the IUL, it's a non-taxable event. And then it also lets you have liquidity. So it gives you access to your money while you're earning money. And I, and I think that's the biggest um, takeaway for me when I was watching that is the IUL allows you to participate in those games and still use your money for other things while you're growing that wealth. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So for them to get, okay. For them to get started in the stock, like, you know, some people don't know about stock when I'm one of the people, like, I really Mm. don't know about stock. So once they start, what is it called? S&P 500. Because I was going to say F-Y-I-D. So So what you think is, instead of, like, because I'm like you, I don't know about stocks and stuff, right? But I know with my IUL, my IUL, which is my insurance product, which is a type of a whole product. So let me let me break it down. That is mm-hmm. a form of a whole product, whole life product. IUL is attached. That's what it. That's what the IUL investment is. The S and P five hundred. Mm-hmm. So that's a way for you to invest in the stock market mm-hmm. without losing any money. Yeah. So, and really not having a lot of knowledge of it too is like right. okay gotcha. yeah so when when we actually do the iul policies they have an option so for people that don't want to kind of manage that part of it they have an option where they automatically allocate it to the best index that they have out of their options mm-hmm. so um they have a list of indexes that they allow us to um attach to your iul based off of how the market's performing um right now it's a uh, credit suisse point to point um the s p 500 point to point is another one 
And what they do is they give you credit based off of a time span. So the insurance company will take your take your cash flow. So the money in your cash out of your IUL and it'll go into a general account. And they'll invest that money on a point to point basis. So let's say at the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And whatever the stock market performs during that time, they'll credit your cash out of your IUL that amount. Right. So that's how you earn your interest. Like with the so for instance, say most people have a regular whole life policy. That's what most people have. That's the oldest thing that's been out there since the beginning of insurance is whole life. The old school, old whole life policy is not gaining um, any real cash value. So you're only like a best friend of mine. I just put her into a product um, February. She's had that particular policy since she was 18 years old. She's 45. When she got ready to cash that in or close it to take on our product, she had only accumulated $5,000 in cash value. And she had it since she was 18. 18. So this is what we mean when we tell people, you yes, you may have insurance. Awesome. You got it. You understand that you need that product. But do you know what type you have? Do you understand what type of insurance you have? Do you know how much interest you're going to gain? The most important questions that you should ask yourself as a parent or if you're married is if I leave today and you're married, can my husband sustain our current lifestyle if I was to come out of the equation? Vice versa. My husband would say, if I was to leave today, could my wife and my children sustain the lifestyle that we have created? If I were to pass, mom should ask that question. What would happen to my children's life? Because having enough insurance, which was, is enough coverage, knowing how it grows and knowing how your money's working for you are the most important things. If you don't know the answer to those questions about the products you have, you may need to talk to someone. Hey, this is what I got, blah, 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 blah. And what what if you with a whole nother company and they don't break it down to you like you guys do? Like, how would you know? So, so for for us, um, what I did was I started asking like questions when I when I started hearing about it before I got into the industry. I did my own personal research. I found the things that I liked about insurance, and then I was like, okay, so call my company or my agent and said. Do you guys offer living benefits? Do you all um, do you all have um, what is the cash value interest? You know things of that that nature. So whatever is important to you. Mm-hmm. Hey, when I when I first started my insurance, like um, my sister's young, she she couldn't afford whole life, but she got a term policy, right? So so a good what I told her was, you know, she got it with me. So of course I'm going to take care of her, but say mm-hmm. if she did. And then someone else was talking to her. If you put me in another policy, is it convertible? Can I convert it over to a whole life later? 
you know, you just got to know what you are looking for from insurance and then mm -hmm. go from there. This is what I would like to have. And if you don't know the, what types are out there or what you would like, then do your research. See what, you know, Google it. You know, yeah. things, so you just look it up. And, and, and I would add, um, so like a simple way to do it is just, just so everything is transparent is the agents in the industry have habits, right? Uh, especially when they learn products. So there's gonna be some things that aren't gonna change that you're gonna know are facts. So if you, if you ever question anything, first find out what you have. So get that policy information from your current provider, whoever that may be, and then just sit down with one or two people and see how they compare up. You'll find that some areas will be similar and then some will be different and then ask questions about those differences because the, the similarities are the facts right so that's that doesn't change no matter what carrier so you want to ask about the differences okay so is term policy more than whole policy a whole policy is more than term so term and inertly is cheaper right because it's temporary Right. So it's like renting a house is cheaper to rent than to buy in most cases if you're looking at, you know, the upfront cost of a house, not the mortgage. It's cheaper mm -hmm. to rent. Um, so the same thing with term term because it expires. Uh, they can provide that at a better rate than a policy that's going to that that is structured properly will last your whole life. So. Um, Term, term would be the cheaper option. So the way I look at it is, especially for, for people that are having trouble with like income, term is a way for you to get covered, right? And which is a substantial amount of coverage because they, they allow you to get a lot of coverage for a, a reasonable Some. price. Mm -hmm. So with that too, if you get a term with living benefits, that also gives you a level of protection as far as your health, right? So it's not just, you don't just look at it as temporary coverage if you pass away. It also gives you temporary coverage. Well, you know, as long as you have it, which I don't do anything less than 30 years unless it's like a special circumstance, because that just makes sense. If it's gonna expire, I might as well get you the max that you can get before it ends. That makes right. sense. Um, and so with that, the living benefits, if you get critically injured, uh, chronic illness, any of those four, four, four living benefits, they'll accelerate you money from your policy to pay for your health. Right. So you got to look at it like, Hey, I can't afford health insurance. Okay. But I know I shouldn't be walking around here with nothing. If you get a $500,000 term, if you're young and, you know, your health is in good standing, then you can have a level of protection, especially if you're working like somewhere like a factory where it's easy for you to get hurt or something with physical labor, easy, easy for you to get hurt. If you have $500,000 in coverage and you do get hurt, you're not trying to figure out how you're going to take care of yourself and your family. That's right. Your, poli your term policy is going to pay you out. 
the same way your permanent product would. It just doesn't last forever. Right. Right. So the living benefits are the key. And that's how I, that's how I look at um, the living benefit side of it. Um, so when we talk about term versus permanent, um, term has its place, right? Um, especially for younger people that can't afford it, right? Or they don't necessarily understand the financial literacy behind um, getting into a permanent product. Mm-hmm. They can start with a term. And like Shanina said, it's convertible. A lot of the carriers that we work with, you can convert that term policy into a whole life or a universal life, like an index universal life, IUL, um, once you reach the new plateau in your life. So if you get a promotion or something like that, hey, I got a little bit more money. Let me look into this a little bit further to plan for later. Yes, yes. Yeah. I would say if, if you're new to the insurance industry and you really don't know much about it, find an agent like myself um, and my husband to sit down and talk to you about it. Those consultations are free. So, so let's start there. No mm-hmm. one should be charging you at all just to sit down and review and go over and answer questions. So right. if they're doing that, let's not talk to them, okay? But yes, definitely find someone to sit down and just answer questions for you. You know, hey, this is what I heard. So I got this. What about this? What about that? Because that's what we offer for free. Right. And then go back and compare your apples with apples. Okay, so I have this, but I want this. How much can I really afford? And then have someone break down how much you actually need. Because um, that's huge as well. You don't know how much life insurance you need until you have talked to an actual agent. Right. Because most people, older people like our parents, have about thirty to fifty thousand dollars in life insurance. Why? Because I got to. Because all I'm looking at is it as a death benefit, right? But when you turn it around and look at it from a life standpoint, you will find out the average person needs about three hundred thousand dollars in life insurance. Hmm. Okay. Or better. Because um just to piggyback off that, um when you're looking at you like your insurance need, it's it's kind of dependent on the individual, but there are some standards that we that we have. So like at least 10 years worth of your income, right? So God forbid anything happens to you, your family can continue the same lifestyle that they've been accustomed to at least the 10 years after that event. That's right. Right. So that gives you the peace of mind on if anything happens, hey, they're going to continue to live on in a good lifestyle and they're not going to have to, you're not going to have to sell the house. You're not going to have to move to somewhere that's a little less undesirable areas. Right. Mm-hmm. But it keeps it keeps the wealth where it should be, right? With yep. the family. Yeah. I remember the last show you guys were saying um, term you can um, borrow right away, but with hold, I think you guys say you have to wait a while. How come is how come it's like that? If hold is the better insurance. So, so with term. There's no cash value attached to term. So that's why I stress when I talk about term, I stress the living benefits part of it. 
because that's the real benefit of term having one having protection right so you have some level of coverage right mm -hmm. and then two you have the ability to take care of um medical expenses if something uh would happen that would cause you to not be able to perform two of the daily living activities uh -huh. that'll cover you there so there's no cash value there but there's level there's different levels of protection right so with the permanent products on most of them there's what's called a surrender period right so as you're paying into your policy they don't give you access to your money right away why is that right because they're giving you they're assuming ownership of the liability that if something happens to you they're going to pay your family out right so if i'm giving you a five hundred thousand dollar policy and you die the first year that you have a policy you ain't really paid paid anything into it right so um that's how they mitigate that risk uh, you know as insurance companies that people in place to mitigate you know how policy versus mortality right mm -hmm. how how likely are you that you're not going to be here anymore right mm -hmm. so when we speak about that that's where the surrender charge comes in and it's just a period of time that they use to accumulate um or get vested in your policy right so usually after three years you'll start to see them surrender some value to you okay we're going to give you access to this you had this policy three years nothing's happened let me give you access you can have access to this money typically what you'll see after year 10 in most policies you have access to a hundred percent of what their uh what your accumulated cash value in your policy is so year 11 you have 100 percent in most cases Okay. Um, but they can be structured when you're talking about, like, if you're planning for retirement or investments or anything like that, they can be structured to where you have access year one, but that requires you to put more into the policy up front. Mm -hmm. But it also gives you access to the liquidity side of your money. So your money's not tied up, and that's the key. Because if I'm going to put a large sum of money away, I want to have access to that money. And just in case, especially if I'm trying to build a legacy and wealth for my family, I need right. that money to do that, right? So but I also want it to grow. So mm -hmm. life insurance is basically like a, a savings account, basically. Yeah, the the permanent product. So whole life in the IUL, yes. Life. Okay. Okay. So term would be more like a like renting a house. You're gonna pay all that money, but you're never gonna own it. It really doesn't give you anything back. Like you, you know, you don't get to keep anything when you leave that home or apartment you're in. Yeah. But you give yeah, a lot. Secure. But yeah. you're secure that you have something. And if something happens, it's gonna pay out, you know, whatever it says it is. So of course that's the cheaper product. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I personally, if I already have a few policies mm -hmm. and I just want an extra cushion because I mean, then I would get a 30 year term or say, okay. say, say I, my, I, I should have a total of $500,000 in life insurance, but I couldn't afford to get 500,000 in whole life. 
I would make up the difference with the term. With the term, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay. Good to see you, Miss B. I just finna say that. Okay, B, you just joined in, like let people know she here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt anybody. I was listening the whole time. It's just I was having like some mad technical difficulties, but I'm here. <laughs> but I was in the background. I was I'm listening. I'm like, okay, I know where to. I'm picking up this information because, like I said, this information is very useful. It definitely mm -hmm. is. Um, what else was I? I, I was gonna also say it's retirement money and things of that nature is not black and white you really no, no. have to take the time to figure out what you want for your future you know mm -hmm. how many kids do i have how many grandchildren do i have do i want to be them to be financially free if something was to happen to me do i just want them to get a cushion to get started with life like you have to sit down and really figure out what you want your money to do for you once you figure that out, your your life insurance become the foundation of your home. Of, of course, yes. Then your walls would be any type of investments that you would like to do. The S&P 500, um, things of that nature. Stocks, bonds. Your roof would be um, something called an annuity. Where that's what an annuity, what is exactly is a new annuity? Because we, we hear that all the time in the commercials. I know Toy hears that. So mm -hmm. I'm like, what is an annuity? What, what? <laughs> so an annuity on, on layman terms is a product that you would pay into a sort of like a 401k. Okay. But when it's time to annuitize, and my husband is gonna explain all these words I'm saying. Um <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Time to annuitize, <laughs> I get paid. If I choose to structure it this way for the rest of my life, if it's husband and wife, it would be until the last spouse passes. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I ain't gonna go into it, but uh, <laughs> um, and it, and it really depends on um, how you structure because they have different kinds. That with the one Shanina was talking about would be a joint. Um, so basically, in the simplest terms. Annuity guarantees you income for your duration of your life, right? So you pay into it. So they have um, one where you pay into it over time, and that one grows a little bit more, right? Okay. Because it's a, over a long period of time. Then they have one where you can put in a lump sum um, one time, and then if you are ready for it, you can annuitize that uh, following month, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. So that, that that's just the way to create create income for yourself out of cash. That's how I so look is at that, it. So uh, is there an age restriction with that or qualifications you must have or you could just... Um, no, most people... The I think, mic on you. It may help if I unmute myself, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look at more of an annuity. Like, I like to look at them like 401ks. You have a job, you're paying into this 401k, right? Yeah, but what happens with your four hundred one k is when it comes down to retirement age, they don't want to pay you. You're gonna pull it out. They're gonna tax you, so you're not gonna have everything that you put in there. Your four hundred one k is a tax a hundred is attached a hundred percent to the stock market. So you you're up and down. You, it's doing this all the time. I if you guys have one, please 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 look at it because I promise you, probably over the last five years, you have lost tons of money. I'm, I'm aware of it because um 
my my job offers either the investment plan or the pension plan and they're like if you're not vested for five years it's best or five years or more it's best to get into the investment plan so i'm like what does all of this mean it's best to get into neither yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it, and it's only because they're i'll, I'll talk about I just it a little said. Bit. go ahead uh so oh you want to mute because i can hear my feedback <laughs> um so when we talk about 401ks that's generally uh you know that's a common account that you hear about you got different forms of it tsp for the military 403b for uh people like teachers and stuff like that so they have these different names for these accounts but they all perform the same okay. right um they're all variable accounts right and we call them variable accounts because they're um 100 invested in the stock market which means they can receive the gains and the dips in the stock market so the gains are not a problem right because that's what we want we want the gains right but uh so that so the saying is with great great risk comes great reward but it also comes with great loss right so the years that the stock market dips you know 10 15 percent or more what does that do to your account so we talk about that and then you got to look at the time span so people use use 401ks for retirement so they're working 40 years putting money into this matching getting match company match from wherever they work and they're putting all this time into this account so the question goes to if i'm going to spend 40 years of my life putting money into this account then i should see a, a substantial return right mm -hmm. that's not the case people are working 40 years the average 401k right now is 150k that's crazy <laughs> i was I'm thinking because just the other day my um girl was telling me that her dad like he was on his one job like for over 25 years and he said that the only thing he got out of his 401k i think he just pulled it or something i want to say she said 68 dollars, and i'm like what yeah you don't get that much money out of it because then there's penalties especially if you retire early there's all that other stuff you gotta read a little small print on those things yeah yeah so Definitely. so you gotta look at it like this if if okay, I have a four hundred one k. I have a hundred thousand. If let's say the market goes down fifty percent, so now I'm at fifty k. So in order to get back to a hundred thousand the following year, at some point, how much am I gonna have to? How much is the market gonna have to go up for me to recover that? Okay. Mm -hmm. So i'm down 50 percent. i'm 50k if the market goes up 50 percent, i'm only at 75k so the market will have to do 100 percent for me to get back up to 100k see but why don't they ever explain that because that's what i understand <laughs> no one ever explains that to you when they're taking your money and then they lie to you and tell you that oh we're matching you and i'm like yeah they're not matching because when i noticed that's the basically the money i put in y'all take it and then y'all give me half of what i put in so okay. can i say sorry. something right quick for you so, okay, so, so i just started a job and they thing is with 401k like i invest in it and then a year 
in me working with them and that I invested in them, they're going to give me $750 on top of whatever I yeah. And that's it. So, yeah, that's they they told they but they the first job that I had that broke it down like that. The other job I had it and now I don't even know how to find a 401k and I was <laughs> and the reality yeah. is a lot of them don't really know. They don't really know how no. it you know, they just something this is an option they're giving you and just saying, okay, this this employee wants a 401k, they send it off to the company, they get you started. Right. Then they yeah. say they'll match you, right? So if you put in 750, they're gonna match you at 750. Right. So if you're going to do 401ks, like if you must, don't go over match. Right. So you you whatever the max is that they're gonna match you, put that in. Right. And then, okay, that makes invest sense. The best the rest of your money elsewhere. That's right. Right. Because okay. you don't want all of your eggs in one basket. But okay. Go ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> So you telling me by them by them saying that they was gonna give me seven hundred and fifty at the the year of yeah. being there investing to my um four one k so invest the seven fifty and then yep. the rest put into their stocks because they allow us to invest in the company. Girl, girl, yeah. get the stocks. Your company is stressed. So yeah, <laughs> but, but with the stocks, please please make sure you're you're very um do your research your right research and fast. stocks stocks aren't a short game. Right. right. So let, let me just talk about that a little bit. So um, remember earlier we talk, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> earlier we talked about the index. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we so the difference between an index and a stock. So a stock is a single share of a company, which allows you to pay for a share of a company. Right. So you own part of a big company. Right. So what do you think the inherent problem with that is owning a part of one company what do you think would be the big, biggest problem with that i don't know what would be the problem the biggest <laughs> problem is we just talked about all of your eggs not being in one basket if you yeah, own a lot shares of, of one company what happens to the company if that company doesn't do well they're going to shut down your so shares now they're going to plummet exactly yeah your price of your shares go down so with the index you there's the index is like a basket right so it's a basket of different stocks of different companies so instead of being invested in one company you're investing in multiple companies this gives you this kind of mitigates that risk that you're taking in an investment right by being invested in multiple companies so if one okay. company doesn't do that great these other three companies might, this might be their high year. They doing amazing, you know, hundred percent return. So it balances it out, right? Versus being invested in single companies. And if they don't perform well, then it's down the toilet. Like all of the big companies right now are down like by a lot. Amazon, Google, Apple, they're down. Uh, as long as you ain't saying, well, I work out, I don't care. <laughs> well, I don't know because I don't know where you work at for one. But we're saying the S and if you're gonna do an investment, the S and P five hundred would be the best investment. S five hundred uh, companies. So you're not just investing in one; you're investing in the top five hundred. So you're okay. gonna get more of a gain, and in your in your return is normally up to ten percent interest. So ten ten point five cents the inception of the index that's the so, average so only 10 at 
10.5%. That's average. And just to give so, you a little bit, little bit of, of clarity, your bank gives you 0.3 or 0.03% interest. That's horrible. So the S&P 500 is 10.5. And then, so where the other money go? Oh, I'm glad you asked. There you go. Look, <laughs> I like answering that question. So, go ahead, because I was about to ask that. So you took it right out. So we use we use a checking. So in our mind, we we have this place that we place money, and it just sits there. That's everybody's understanding of a bank account, but that's not what it is. It's a place where we give somebody our money, right? And they invest it, right? The statement on your phone where it says you have X amount of dollars. I promise you, if everybody in America try to pull out their money right now, we you couldn't can. do it at the same time. They ain't got it. They ain't got it. <laughs> Wait, because so, they did what? What you said? They, they invest your money. They, they invest they, your they money. So read you, the small you, print. I've heard, heard this that. before. Yeah. So the money that's deposited in your checking account isn't really there. They take it and they invest it. Bank number it's banks like number one, tier one assets. Their top tier one assets is insurance. Yes. If you look at Bank of America, the, the top bank, they have a large portion of their assets invested, like we talking billions of dollars mm-hmm. in insurance. Yeah, so, they want to take my money out the banks. Cool. Why do you think a lot of older people don't put their money in the banks? They, yeah. they keep their, it's, they don't. So they rather have their money liquid because it's right. like, kids, they, they say, um, like my father and, and things like that, they'll say, like in case of an emergency, what I'm gonna do? Go to the bank when all their systems are down and I can't get my money. And they don't even carry that much money in the bank. Yeah. That's a good so way to look at it. What you what they do is they take your money investing in BOI, bank owned insurance. Right? Oh, that is horrible. That's an investment. <laughs> that's an but tell, people but don't tell you that you need to get insurance, there right? You go. But that's what everybody's investing in. Everybody, right. the, all the banks are investing. You can look at the top ten, top ten banks. They, I guarantee, you all of them have assets and insurance. So they earn anywhere from five to, you know, ten percent, right? So with, they, your with your money, then they turn around and say, "Hey, for using our checking account, we're going to give you point zero three percent of the five to eight that we earn and for we being earn. a loyal customer." We we love you so much. We we thank you for letting thank, us use your thank money. You, thank you for being a valuable customer. <laughs> thank you thank for being a valuable customer. Wow. Here's your point zero three percent. Yeah. And I just made eight. Or I want all this my is, money out of This is the other option, right? So okay, you know, you say you go in the bank, you're frustrated. I don't like this point zero three percent. No problem. I got you. They'll boast it up. Let's let's uh let's do a CD, a certificate of deposit. I know what that right. is. Okay. They got we'll me give, on that. And we'll give you more interest, right? So what does this do? With your checking account, you can go in there and get that money anytime. So they have to have access to those funds, right? So in order to mitigate that, I'll give you a higher interest rate if you let me use your money for longer without touching it. And then if you touch it, I'll penalize you. So I'll give you a certificate deposit for one year, one to five years, right? It's usually one, three, and five. Yeah. Or longer, and that ties your money up for that whole time. So that whole year, I don't have to worry about paying you back. I you can use to- current interest, right? And then I'll give you the higher interest because 
you let me use your money longer and I've earned more interest so I can give you the 1%. So you got it. No worries. You, you right. know? <laughs> That's like, isn't it just like the money market? They force you to keep a certain amount in the bank mm-hmm. or else they charge you penalties if you drop lower than that. Yeah. They, give you a, they give you a higher interest rate if you, you know, yeah. so I noticed that. So is that like the same thing? It kind of, kind of, sort of. So the, the way they lock you up is by tying your money up for an extended period of time. So, like I said, like I was saying with the checking account, if you got to make any purchases, that's where you purchase your money. So, if I need you to tie that money up, hey, I'm going to give you two, man, that's pushing it to maybe I, the highest I've seen is 2.75% in a CD. And it was like 10 years. Yeah. So, if you give me, yeah. but, but and then this is the catch twenty two. It doesn't make sense to put anything less than a larger sum into that because if you're going to earn two percent interest, you will want to earn it on more money. So what is that? that yeah, of course. Yep. That gives me to get you to take your savings and put, and it, in put it into a CD. So hey, give me fifty thousand dollars. I'll give you two point seven five percent on that fifty thousand dollars if you let me That's tie crazy. it up for ten years. And you can't touch it. And you can't touch it. If you touch it, I'll give it to you. Because I'm gonna have to go borrow the money from somebody else to give you your money back. <laughs> now I gotta charge you. So now I gotta charge you. Are you serious? <laughs> That's how it works. Because I haven't I haven't had time to earn interest on your money yet. That's right. So you want you told I told you 10 years, you signed the contract. So and now I have to penalize you because now I have to go borrow other people's money to give you to your- give you your money. I'm going back to Chime. <laughs> <laughs> Chime too. Time to oh, time, time is not, time is where, I, and I have it, but read the, read the small print, all the terms and agreements that people just check through, read mm-hmm. it, girl, they can take your money. I know y'all lying. <laughs> y'all lying on time, I don't believe y'all. <laughs> what? what? true. And then with the CD as well, you know, once you take it out, you cannot put it back. Yeah, you got to start a whole new CD. You got to start yeah. a whole new one. Just like the same thing um, back in the day, I don't know how, like back in the day for a while, I used to be really into savings bonds. And then mm-hmm. I found out that was a ripoff. I'm so highly upset because I got a whole bunch of them. <laughs> that I, Damn. Yeah. 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 People, yeah. people just don't know. We don't know what we know, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's more or less, that's why this is important. That's why my husband and I really do what we do mm-hmm. to get the information out there. Ask questions. Tons of them. If you're hesitant to answer, then I have a problem. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, yes, yeah, I appreciate that, and I, and I appreciate <laughs> you guys coming back on the show. And of course, we're gonna always have you guys keep coming back because we need to educate our people with this um information. And I know it's a short period of time when we're recording or you know, like being live, but it's this is so much information, and I appreciate you guys for doing that because no one is out here educating anyone. The, most of the financial advisors are out trying to get money too. They're not yeah. trying to help you. I'll tell you more for five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. You know <laughs> there you go. Or, or what we do? If you notice when we talk about the different products, we don't really discredit one for the other. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you we have people that are more on the investment side, right? So that are more invest more geared towards like Roth IRAs. Um, regular I've heard IRAs, that. Yes. IRAs, and those other type of investments, and they'll say what we're doing is, you know, 
oh, that doesn't make any sense. This is here. Here, take a look at this case that we found. Right? They don't show you the company. They don't really give you any information. They just show you the part where the customers lost money. Right? So but that can be misleading. Why. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That can be misleading because, like last time we talked about it, if with the whole life policies and the IULs, it all depends on how you structure it. If you're not, if you don't know how to structure it, then that's when you run into problems with people's policies lapsing, with the okay. cost of insurance, uh, what I call imploding the policy, uh -huh. right? So the cost of insurance going up so high where it starts eating into the interest and the policy can no longer continue to uh, compound interest. You have to make sure that your your person that you're talking to, your your mm -hmm. agent, has your best interest. We would structure a policy and make less money for a customer to get the customer more money than we would to structure it to favor in our favor. We just did it like last month. And that's because we really do care about what we do. You know what I'm saying? This is not yeah. our, our only means of income. So for us, it's about helping the people. Right. You know, so you and I think that's very important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, the, the way I look so, at it is. If, if I, why would I do something that's going to temporarily benefit me and hurt you longer in the long run, which will eventually come back to me? Because when it happens, who are they going to be looking for? Me, right? Mm -hmm. So it's in my best interest to do the best I can for every client that I sit down with than to try to pad my money, pad my pockets with money. You're absolutely right. So I, like I said, it's a lot of information and everyone, everyone who is watching tonight, make sure you guys like get in contact with Fortress Financial Group. Um, this is Reginald and Shanina. They've been with us before. We will bring them back to give more information. Um, if you have any questions, you can go ahead and email them, contact them. So please let the people know how to get in contact with you again. So that way, you know, we can get this word out so we can break, you know, generational curses and built some generational wealth yes yes so we are fortress financial group um over all platforms you also can hit our, us up personally reginald debose and shanina griffin um on social media our telephone number is 704-819-9129 honey give me the email um, you can also uh, follow us at um, our website, which is fortressfinancialgroup.tk. Um, and the email, uh, got a little problem with the email, so we'll uh, give you that next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But thank you very much for joining us tonight. And I thank everyone for watching us. Once again, this is Sipsy with Toy and B. I'm B. She's Toy. Yes, make sure you guys check out our merch. We have merch people at www.successfulchick.com. Um, we have merch. We also have spiritual items there as well. And check us out on all platforms. And if you guys don't like watching the video, we have we're, we have an audio podcast on Apple Podcast. So you guys, <laughs> so you guys can check us out with Six TV with Toy and B. 
Email us if you would like to be a guest on our show, sipteawithwinb at gmail.com. I thank everyone for joining us tonight. And thank you again, Reginald and Shanita. I appreciate you guys. It's always a pleasure having you. Yes. Thank you, thank you so much for having us. Thank you.